Hello and welcome to The Playlist, Music with Mrs. LC podcast. I'm Jen Lennox Kidioni, and today I will be interviewing Brian Seymour, the Director of Instructional Technology for Pickerington Local Schools. He will be giving us some of his strategies for structuring our school day while working from home. Well, welcome to another episode of The Playlist, and with me today is one of my favorite people, Mr. Brian Seymour. Hello, Brian. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I just want to say before we like officially get started that we have, this is probably our third or fourth attempt at an interview <laughs> because we, we, had, we had something on the books and then something came up and then we had something on the books and then... then coronavirus came up and then the rest is history and so now here we are yeah my schedule's been a bit crazy here trying to support everybody and get the plans all created and everything and for some reason these these meetings that we had just kept uh, conflicting with all of these uh, planning meetings that we well (laughs) I wholeheartedly admit that I am not exactly high priority so it's okay (laughs) it is okay I totally understood well, I'm happy we can do it now. Yes, yes. So originally the interview was supposed to be like just a fun, uplifting staff spotlight, which I try to do with just people that I work with or just colleagues that I, you know, are in my department but that I don't get to see. And then we're going to turn this one around to be a little bit more relevant to what's going on. Um, so just for most people that, that are listening, we're in the middle of the coronavirus. We are all teaching um, from home and doing all of our stuff online. And I have just found for myself personally, and I feel like if I'm going through it, other people are probably going through it. Just what does that even look like for us? And I was thinking before I before I met with you today of just kind of where I'm at so that I could articulate it. And I think I've sort of pinpointed why I'm struggling a little bit with my working from home of just the exhaustion of it. Um, And I think as teachers, we're used to being in a classroom with, you know, a lot of noise, a lot of chaos, um, a lot of questions that we're always being asked. All of that we're used to. But even in all that craziness, there's structure. So I know from this time to this time, these kids are in my room from this time to this time I have this going on so as as unstructured as that time can be while we're in it the schedule is very structured and we're used to that structure and now we have no structure like nothing (laughs) and I think that's part of what the problem is is that there is no longer structure and so I don't know what to do except everything as it's coming in everything Um, so what became, you know, what was a six or seven hour, you know, day with a couple breaks is now a 10 to 12 hour day. Um, and I think I'm just at a point where I think there's a, there's a different kind of tired when you're staring at a screen than even when you're in a room with 28 kids. They're, they're both tired, but they're two different kinds of tired. (laughs) Um, and you do this a lot more than the rest of us because, that's the nature of your job is just constantly talking to vendors and talking to teachers and talking to administrators. Brian, I don't even know how you do it. Like just that list exhausts me. Um, so I thought he would know, like he, with all your Yodas that I'm seeing in the background, like he has wisdom. Brian Seymour has wisdom. So (laughs) with that said, kind of what are some things that you do or that you have found or that you've suggested to other people to help them with this, how do I structure my world when I'm working from home? 
Yeah, I think this is one of the biggest things that teachers are dealing with right now because everybody wants to be helpful. Everybody wants to be able to support their kids, be able to support the families there at, at, at you know, doing learning this way. So it's, it is different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you kind of have to think, how can I have some type of work and family balance because mm-hmm. almost all of us have some type of family that's here as well with us so right. I've got my wife is here who's a reading teacher at the elementary school and then I've got um, our eight-year-old daughter and then I've got um, a newborn that just came around a month ago and so. congratulations by the way <laughs> I meant to say something in the beginning yes you have an infant on top of all yes. of this oh my <laughs> gosh I just oh that's just crazy but amazing so congratulations so, so that's really helped to wake me up every once in a while i bet walk into the office here and, and hand me the baby and say here take him for a half an hour or something like that right but really it's a matter of structuring your day um in a way that you can help and best support your kids mm-hmm. and you have to think about different grade levels as well too one of the things that we've talked with some of our high school teachers is is that you know the normal teacher day is seven o'clock in the morning until, you know, two thirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get a high school kid up at, you know, seven o'clock in the <laughs> right. morning and start doing schoolwork when, when we're in this type of a setting. So, you know, we've talked about, can we flex the teacher day a little bit? Can we, can we get the teacher to have some time maybe when kids are more available? And then that's up to the teacher as well too, because they have to have that flexibility or that ability to help support their family as well too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the biggest things for me is, you know, I try to, after every one of the um, calls or, or meetings that I have or, you know, after answering emails, I try to just get up and walk around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing a lot of family walks. Um, if I have a phone call, um, I try to get up and walk around when I'm taking that phone call and walk outside and, and, and be able to in, interact, you know, just a little bit, a little bit different of an environment. Um I've also found, and I'm really missing it right now, I have a, a sit-down, stand-up desk mm-hmm. at, in my office, and uh, I'm really missing that right now. Yeah. So that ability just to change, you know, from sitting down to standing up for sure, uh, has been very beneficial. And then the other big thing, too, is, is that teachers just need to take care of themselves. And sometimes we need to have, you know, adult conversation as well. So a lot of the schools, I've seen really great things of, you know, having conversations with other adults, just about anything. I've seen sure. some schools have game nights where they're playing games through, you know, Google Meet and, and different pieces. I've seen um, coffee with counselors and just trying to have, you know, some of that normalcy and some of that interaction that you'd have in the teacher's lounge or in the hallway or those types of things to be able to do that. But really it's a matter of saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to sit here for the next 20 minutes and answer emails, and then after that 20 minutes, I'm going to get up and go do something else. Or making sure that you're scheduling time for you to have lunch. Make sure you're scheduling time to have dinner um, and interacting with your family as well, too, because... You know, I have an eight-year-old who's in second grade, and she needs some help with math work, or she needs right. some help with some reading work. So just changing that structure around a little bit, so that way you're not always doing the exact same thing. And and I think, too, you don't need necessarily need to feel like you're on call 24-7. Um, if a kid emails you at 10 o'clock at night, it's not necessarily your responsibility to get back to them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, it can wait until <laughs> the next morning. Um so don't feel that, you know, you have to set your phone to ding every time that a email comes through. Um, 
it's just one of those things of creating that balance to try to figure out, you know, how can we best support kids and the families, but then also keep ourselves sane right. <laughs> um, in this process of education. And I think it's an, the natural reflex of a teacher to respond quickly, especially oh, yeah, when sure. we're when we're teaching from home, because I know the longer that I wait to give feedback the less likely they are to respond or with the same kind of enthusiasm. And for my students, um, I have them like on two different tracks. I know that I have kids that want to perform and like to sing and play. I also know I have kids that that's not an interest of theirs. So I have one track, one option that's Chromebook based and then one that's performance based through Flipgrid and they can choose each week which one you want to do. Well, I know specifically those performance videos, when they post something, they want a response pretty quickly. You know, they're waiting for me to watch it and say something. So I do feel that I've got to, I've got to get on there and do that. Now I don't want to wait till tomorrow. And then they think I don't care or that I wasn't listening. And, and I think that's the reflex of so many of us, because when we're in the school building, that's what we do. We respond quickly. Um, so I think many, many people are in that boat that you were talking about of it's 10 o'clock and there's an email and technically really I'm not working, but I don't want to let them think that I'm not interested or paying attention. And so I, I need to respond right now. So striking yeah, and, that balance. I definitely agree. I think we're, we're all in education because we, we want to be helpful. We mm-hmm. like helping kids. We like supporting right. kids and families as we go through. Um, and I think there's some maybe some ways that people can do things a little bit differently and use some really cool technology tools. Like we just um, launched a new program called Moot, which is an extension um, in that you can use in Google Docs and, mm-hmm. and Google Classroom where you can actually record yourself talking and the, the kids can then record themselves back. So if you want to give feedback, you could actually give it through talking. And it's for some people, having a conversation, more personable, obviously, but yeah. some people it's even quicker um, because you can talk a little bit quicker than some people can type necessarily. Um, so just trying to find those things that can that can help to speed up some of those those processes and things that because we do we all want to give feedback and we want to support kids and we're excited that they are doing these amazing things at home Um, and we also realize that parents are struggling with things so we as teachers want to be able to support the families uh, back home and and give them that input as well too so maybe just you know finding those different tools and finding those different things that can help to speed up some of those processes and the name of that program moot m-o-o-t M-O-T-E. M-O-T-E. Okay. Just in case yes. anyone's looking and wants to implement that, how to find it. That's a really awesome thing. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know about that, so I'm going to have to check that out. And I also saw go. this morning um, that Pear Deck has just implemented a new video uh, integration into this Google Slides. Yes. Yes. So now you can uh, voice over and add different things into uh, Pear Deck as well. So great new addition that they just announced uh, uh, last night. That's so awesome. That is so great. Well, this this is really, really helpful. Um, I just know for me, I, I've needed somebody that has been at this a little bit longer and have it, having to sit down a little bit longer that has had no choice but to figure out a way to make it work. I know <laughs> after the first two weeks, my back was like, killing and I had I had a very very nice office chair I am now on a yoga ball like I am I am sitting on a yoga ball right now (laughs) because I could not do it I'm like how do people sit in offices for eight hours a day without back problems so I've I've made some changes but it's things you don't you don't know until you actually go through it 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. So at the district office, we uh, we have this little loop that we call, and everybody you see everybody walking the loop. So it's up to, up some stairs, down some stairs, <laughs> and it's just one of those things. Just it takes you know three or four minutes to do, but it's just that idea of let's just get up, change positions, you know, refresh. You know, don't take your phone with you. Um, just kind of you know mental break from everything. Um, and, and try to do something physical. Um, every once in a while, my wife will see me, and I'll be, you know, a little twitchy or something. And she's like, <laughs> "You need to go do something physical because you've been in front of that computer all day." So, you know, it, sometimes it's doing those types of things. My garage has been cleaned out. My, <laughs> my basement's been cleaned up just because, you know, on the weekends and something like that, I need a break from the computer piece, and I need to do something, you know, a little bit more hands-on, a little bit more physical. Type Pickerington things. has been doing some home improvements. Let me tell you, and also. Also some house cleanings because we went to the Volunteers of America uh, a couple of days ago and the amount of piles of boxes outside <laughs> I thought those poor employees are uh-huh. never gonna get through the stuff that people have cleaned out just trying to find something to do so that's probably a blessing because I know there's stuff I needed to get rid of in my life and now I'm being forced to do it so yes, people, I have eight, eight trash bags downstairs for them. So. <laughs> well, you can add to the giant pile I can, yes. at the Volunteers of America. Um, well, Brian, I really appreciate you coming in and talking today. I mean, coming in as far as being on my screen, but talking to me today. But I cannot end an interview without a music question because I am a music teacher. So yeah, this, is, this is a pretty serious, serious question. All right, here we go. All right, are you ready? Sure. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Neither? Oh, Brian. Is that an option? <laughs> I guess it is an option. It's a very difficult question. I, I kind of flip-flop. Back in the day, I was I was Backstreet Boys. And now, I, I have to say, looking back on their great works, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little more in sync. <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, I, I'm more into, like, the storyteller musician. So, Billy Joel is my Oh, favorite, yes. Um, oh, my time. gosh. So... Just those ones that tell a story of, of where we're at, what we're doing, and, and kind of the timely the timeliness of, of some of those stories. And Billy Joel is one of the greatest part. songwriters ever. I, I yeah. saw him one time. It was before he started doing the tours with Elton John, so it was just him. Um, mm-hmm. And it was in Pittsburgh. I was still living at home in Pittsburgh. And he had the rotating grand piano on the stage, which is the best invention ever like why did it take us so long to come up with that so no matter where you're sitting at some point you get to actually see him and my goodness I mean he was so flawless it like it sounded like I was listening to the album in concert he was just phenomenal so I can agree on that at least we can agree on that Brian there we go, there we go. I've, been, I've been playing piano man so much around here lately that my eight-year-old daughter now knows all the <laughs> that's great <laughs> oh that's so great all right. Well, as always, guys, you can find us on social media on Instagram or Facebook at the Playlist LC. You can also find our podcast online at anchor.fm slash the Playlist LC. Um, thank you very much for being here today, Brian. I appreciate your time because I know it's super valuable. And hopefully we can come back and talk to you live in person someday when things have calmed down a little bit. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for that day any, any time now. I'm, oh. I'm ready to get back into schools. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Have a good day. All right. Thank you.